Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. I father, I Brooklyn Dodger them. I jack, I rob, I sin. Back here, Burgundy Gold today. Team 980 streaming live on the free Odyssey app. Our pleasure to go to the VQL guest hotline and bring in former Washington Redskins defense tackle the one and only Chris Baker. Big swaggy, uh, good enough to give us some time today. How's it going, Chris? I'm going good. How are you? Man, good to hear from you. Um, I was thinking every time the, the, the team plays the Eagles, I have the flashback of the Nick Foles playing you. Um, <laughs> that is, always kind of pops into my head when I think about that game and some of the hitting. But, you know, that was wild because, you know, the Eagles obviously lost their minds, right, it, in the game. And I remember the NFL came back, I want to say, with a Monday or Tuesday after that game. I was like, no, it was a completely legal and clean hit. Uh, you know, Troy Vincent, you know, I think had to do the release, of course, former Eagle, which is kind of funny. Uh, it, yep. it, it defended you. I mean, do you, you remember that? I mean, how wild was that game, by the way, in 2014? Man, that game was crazy, bro. Like, I remember it specifically because I was having such a good game against Kelsey. And he was like, you know, like all pro center or whatever. And I was balling out that game. And then when that interception happened, uh, I think we were either up by a couple of points or, you know, or we may have been down by a couple of points. I'm not sure. But it was a real tight game. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, I just I just made a, a regular play. Like, I don't, I don't I, like, everyone made such a big deal about it. I'm like, bro, like, do you understand that I really could have, like, really, like, knocked him out, knocked him out? I really just hit him with his shoulder. Yeah. It looked worse than, than, than what it really was because – he wasn't expecting it, um, but I, I just did what every, anybody else would do. Like, when anytime you get an interception, from the time you played football in mighty like and mighty mice or, or or middle school or or pop Warner, they always tell you to block the closest person. So on that play, I fell on the ground. When I stood up, the closest person was Nick, and I and I'm seeing uh, Breland. He could potentially break a tackle and score. I'm not going to be the person that says he didn't and cause the decision. So I did what I've always been taught to do, and that was just to get blocked. <laughs> and next thing you know, I look in my rear view mirror, and I see Jason Peters making a V line, uh, a V line right to me. And then you know, I just had to handle business. We started fighting. Big old team brawl happened. <laughs> 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 yeah, it, it was wild. Man. It was mayhem after that. And you got you guys had some good games there. Obviously, you know, you clinched as well the following season the the division title up there in Philadelphia in that primetime game. 
I mean, that yep. must, you know, that must have felt good after, you know, I, I'm sure you were really well received the next time you went up there. Yeah, you already know, because um, uh, anytime I go to Philadelphia, you know, ever, ever, ever since that hit, you know, those Philadelphia fans been on me. You know, as soon as, soon as I walk in, and um, I remember winning the NFC East that week because I believe my daughter was born that year. Uh, so uh, I, I think that's the year we played the Packers in the playoffs. Yeah. Then we had the Cowboys the next the next week, and I had to play that game only because I needed my six sack for my bonus. So it felt good to clinch the division in in Philadelphia, and that's why when I, I looked in the locker room and I see them having a good time, I said, "Man, we have some good memories in our locker room." Yeah, no doubt. We're here with Chris Baker, uh, former Washington defensive tackle here on the uh, Team Niners streaming live on the free Odyssey app via the BetQL guest hotline. Bet smarter, beat the books, download the BetQL app today. All right, Bake, what did you think watching that game the other night, watching the way that offensive line, you mentioned, um, you know, uh, earlier, uh, you know, playing up there in some of these games. But, I mean, you ever see anything like that where it was just basically keep away? I mean, it really felt like a, a game of keep away. I loved it. I mean, the the – the offensive strategy that we had, if we can continue to do that each and every week, you know, it's not, it's not fancy, but it works. Um, I would love to see us, you know, average four or five yards to carry. But anytime we can put ourselves in position to be in 31, 32 all game, where the defense doesn't know if we're going to run it or we're going to pass it, you know, it puts us at the advantage. And we was able to convert over and over and over again. Um, we played mistake-free football for the most part outside of that first play um, when we got the turnover. Um, outside of that, you know, we had a clean pocket for most of the game. Yeah. Um, and, and we just kept their defense off balance. And if you can keep a defense off balance and keep yourself in those third and short situations, you know, there's so many things that the offensive coordinator can call, whether it's a play action, whether it's a straight run. Either way, we'll have success to be able to move the chains. And if we could keep that offense off the field, you know, it's better for our defense because if, if I'm not mistaken, most of the time they got the ball, they drove it unless we got a turnover or, or they scored. So the, the least amount of time that they have the ball was, is the best situation for our team. You know, as a, as a defensive player, I mean, I don't want to bring back bad memories, but were you ever on in a game like that where the other team just you couldn't get them off the field? And how demoralizing does that become for for a defense? And, and then especially if their offense is going three and out when you come back to the sidelines. Oh yeah, it's definitely tough. You know, it's true. I, I've been on a couple of teams in Washington where we just felt like we couldn't just make a stop. I, mean, I forgot what year it was. Right. But we were playing uh, Kansas City, and it was snowing that year. And, shoot, they scored, like, 55 points on this. It was, like, so demoralizing. I was like, bro, what are we doing wrong? This didn't work like this in practice. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, sometimes you have those games where the other team just has your number. And you just kind of, you know, to just line up and do your best and shake that person's hand at the end of the game and say, hopefully we'll see you again and hopefully we can make these corrections and make this a better game. Uh, we're here with Chris Baker, former Washington defensive tackle here on the uh, Team 98 here on Burgundy Gold today. Scott Jackson with you. All right, the the offensive uh, you know performance is one thing, but again, the defense to hold Jalen Hurts and this offense down of Philadelphia as good as they have been. We've talked a lot this year about this defensive line play. What what do you like about where the Commanders' defense is right now? Uh, I think we played well. You know, I've always been critical of Jack Del Rio because I feel like I want to see more. You know 
all out blitzes, zero blitzes and stuff, but um we did a good job at just keeping the ball in front of us and rallying um um at the game. And a couple of times that we did blitz they was able to find an open person. So we gotta do a better job at just communicating who got what gap or, or what area in the pass game. Um but we just did a good job at, at, at getting timely turnovers. And sometimes you just have to play that bend but don't break defense. And we did a good job at just forcing turnovers and getting the ball back for our offense. And if we could continue to find a way to get the ball back for our offense to have a chance to win, it's a recipe for success. Um, our, our defensive line did a really good job at pass rushing together and not uh, uh, and not as an individual. But and, you, and you'll see on a film where, you know, if the defensive end took an inside move, that defensive tackle was aware to get outside for a container and keep Jalen Hurts in the pocket and not allow him to scramble outside the pocket and make big plays downfield. So as long as we could continue to play the way we played and we and we play together, Jonathan Allen and Payne, and, you know, those guys are just so hard to block. Yeah. And and they get back there so fast. And so as long as we're always on the same page and we keep the quarterback in the pocket, you know, that's your recipe for success. Yeah, and, you know, looking at this defense, they've been doing a lot of this, obviously, without Chase Young. And, you know, he's going to be back maybe this week. Uh, you know, he could be activated on the roster. Whether or not he'll play right away will be will be an interesting decision. What do you think Chase could – a full, fully healthy Chase, I should say, but also obviously trying to get a football-shaped Chase Young bring this defense? Oh, I mean, he, he's a spectacular player. You know, he's the rookie of the year, and he hasn't been back to himself since he, he got, he, he's got an injury early in the season last year. Um, so I know he's, he's eager to get back out there and just prove that he is the player that everyone thought he was going to be. Um, you know, but he's definitely a spark plug for our team. He's kind of like what Heineke is for our offense. He's, I'm not saying he's uh, what Heineke is for offense, but, you know, he gives us that – that major spark, you know, every time you see him play, he's hyping up the defense. He's hyping up the offense. As, as a defensive player, watch it again. I'm like, bro, go sit down. Go get the adjustment. Uh, you know, go find out what we're doing on the next drive. But he's just so into the game. And when we make a first down, you see him on the middle of the field. And it just it's contagious to the team. Like, you see the energy of the team goes up when you implement a guy like Chase Young out there. So hopefully he can come back and be, you know, a lot better than what he was um, before he left and continue to make an impact on his team and help us win some games to get into the playoffs. It's funny you say that because I've often thought about that. I was like, wow, you don't see many guys who are playing, right, like active players. Right. Are so engaged in the sideline. It, you know, and it takes, obviously, you know, it takes a little energy out of you, but clearly, you know, he's still got enough to go out there and make plays when he was, was he playing. Uh, that's what I, I, I say. I, I, and that's why I think he's like a little spark plug. He's just yeah. always full of energy, no matter if it's the offense out there or if it's the defense out there. You're going to see space out there something with somebody, and it's just contagious to the team. And it just brings you know, a new attitude towards the team when you got someone who's always going for you and doing his best to you know, be the best that his position that he can be. All right, I'm going to ask you the, the million-dollar question around here, and I think everybody seems to have the same answer right now. Is there any, any... – Heineke is yeah. staying at quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. I mean, wait, for you, I mean, as a defensive guy, and we all see the shortcomings, we get it. You know, we, we understand. Uh, but in terms of what this team has for you know on their roster and who they can play, it doesn't even seem like there, there should be any type of debate. Yeah, I mean – you see what Heineke has done since he's gotten this opportunity. 
why break up the team chemistry just to put in a player who you, you who who you expected to play at a certain level but really hasn't. Um, you know, I know we've paid Carson Wentz a lot of money, so a lot of times when you pay some money, you got to play him. But at this point right now, the way our team is rolling, we're on a, what, three or four-game winning streak. Um, just, just stick with a guy who's helping you win games. If, if something wants to go bad two weeks in a row, then we can make a change again. But, you know, Heineke is the spark that we all need, and I, I believe the team is really rallying behind them more than they would rally behind Wentz. And it's definitely a tough decision, but sometimes you got to make tough decisions in order to win. You know, one person that makes those decisions a lot is Bill Belichick. You know, yeah. he makes those decisions all the time, and it may not be popular by the fans or, or by even some of his coaches, but he does what he has to do to put his team in position and win. And I think if we really want to win, we got to stick with Heineke. Um, how much is a player when you guys had – because you had some quarterback situations when you were here, obviously – uh, over the years. I mean, how much do the players talk about that stuff? I know you guys always say to the media, for the most part, oh, whatever coach does, we're fine with. But, I, look, everybody's got an opinion on these things, but how much is that discussed in the in the free time, if you will, between teammates? Um, It, it just depends. You know, you kind of, like, don't talk about it in the locker room, especially if those quarterbacks are in the room. But guys definitely talk about it amongst each other. It's like, bro, we need this guy. Um, but at the end of the day, none of us are, are, are making that decision. Yeah. So just hope that the coach uh, gets a good feeling of how the team feels. And, and I believe right now, that, like, from the census, looking at everyone feels like Heineke should be a guy. Um, anytime you hear guys talk about um, quarterback play, they always talk about Heineke, and it's always positive things. Uh, even when I listen to Terry after the game, he, he, just, he was just saying how much, uh, grit and fight that Heineke plays with, and it's just contagious to the rest of the team. So, if you got your best receiver liking that guy, and it's giving him a chance to to make plays, fifty fifty balls, and finding him open downfield, I think he should stick with that player. Chris Baker, um, good to hear from you, man. Hope to uh, see you at a game before the year's over again, and uh, always always appreciate your time. Oh, most definitely. I'll be there. I'll see you when I get there. Awesome. All right, Chris Baker, good enough to give us some time, former. Washington defensive tackle uh, here on the uh, Team 980 on Burgundy and Gold today. Big swaggy. Uh, shocker, the Eagles fans aren't very nice to him. At uh, C. Baker Swaggy on Twitter. Always uh, always good to hear from him. And, yeah, I mean, it's look, it is it is a no-brainer, but I, I think, you know, there are some delicate things to, to dance around here. And there's ways to, I guess, do this with everybody having their pride, you know, still – still taken care of, you know, in a sense, you could play it down that, you know, you don't quite sure how ready Carson is. You get the short week to get ready. You can kick the can down the road, so to speak, for another week if you need to. But, but clearly at some point for everybody's sake, you need to say this is, you know, we're all in with Taylor. And that was one of the interesting things Ron Rivera mentioned the other day was once they make that decision, you know, they're fully committed to whoever that is as opposed to doing it, you know, like, okay, you know, kind of half-assed, if you will. Um, in terms of, of who you're going with. But, yeah, I mean, it is, it is truly a no-brainer. Appreciate Chris and answering the question before I get it out. That was awesome. All right, we'll come back, um, get to some other items of the Commanders. Also get back to the phone calls at 301-230-0980. You can always hit me up via Twitter at Jackson Sports as well. It is Burgundy Gold today. It's the Team 980 streaming live on the 3 Odyssey app. Hold up. 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Back here, Burgundy Gold today. Team 980 streaming live on the free Odyssey app. Scott Jackson here with you. Our friend Doc Walker will be back with us tomorrow. Thanks, Chris Baker. If you missed that, you can hit the old rewind button on the Odyssey app. If you have the Odyssey app, if you don't, I don't know why you don't. Um, it's free. I think we mentioned that once or three million times a day. So be sure to do that. All right. Um, so <laughs> Chris Baker thinks it's a no-brainer. Uh, former commander. Well, actually, he was never a former commander. So that's one of my pet peeves. I can't do that. Uh, former Washington defensive lineman. And again, from a defensive side of things, talking about, yeah, you know, you've had these conversations over the years. But guys get over it because they know that at the end of the day, they have to, a job to do. But, boy, this one feels like it would be a freaking mutiny. Um, <laughs> if they were to go back to Wentz. But going to what one of the things Ron Rivera said yesterday was, was um, as he'd like to say, interesting and important. In this case, he said when asked about the decision uh, different than others you have to make with a quarterback, he says he doesn't. Okay. And he said the reason being is you look at what's best for the team at the end of the day, and that's how should it, be, it should be. There's a great saying, you treat everybody the same, you treat everybody fair, but you treat everybody according to the team, and that's what it's about. So the decision being made would be about the team first and foremost. One thing I've always said is whoever the starter is, I'm going to commit to them fully because I don't want the lo- them looking over their shoulder. I want them to understand this is an opportunity and this is where we're going with what – 
with it. So whatever the decision is made after my conversations, uh, that's what we're sticking to. Now you say, wow, so like this is a full-year commitment. No, 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 no. Not so fast, my friend, as Leif Corso would say. There is uh, a second part to this. So then he was asked to specifically say, oh, so the quarterback decision is long-term or is it in regard to Sunday's game? And he said, no, 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 that's regard with the playing the games as they come. So he, you know, he kind of also put this like, this is like, you know, with baseball situation where you're putting your best pitcher out there, you know, or hockey goalie, whatever you want to look at. So this is a week-to-week thing, in a sense, the way he's looking at it, which is not terrible, which is not a terrible idea. Because, look, if you're in a rut, I mean, don't don't be stuck on doing something that's not working. But, again, for the here and now, yeah, you're going in, you're the starter this week, let's go. So that's the way he's looking at it. But he did say, no, no, he's playing on one game at a time. For, f- focusing on winning one game at a time. He's already seen stuff, people talking about what happens the next two weeks and then going into the Giants. He goes, no, we can't get ahead of ourselves to focus on Houston, as I've said all along. We'll come up um, against a very well-coached, well-disciplined team. Coach Lovey Smith has a plan. He is very regimented. He's very steadfast in what he does. Uh, obviously, Ron knows him very well. So, anyway, you know, he was in the Super Bowl staff in Chicago, as you may or may not remember, and... So this is certainly somebody's some familiarity on both sides. But yeah, so yes, even if it is, yes, we're going forward here with, you know, Taylor Heineke, it doesn't mean that they have to do it forever. You know, doesn't mean they have to do it forever. But it sure feels like with the way this, the, the equity he has in the bank, he's going to get some, he's going to get some leash here, if you will. I mean, it's not going to be a quick... You know, oh, my God, you throw a bad pass, you're off, you know, the field or anything like that. And that's not the way he does it. I mean, you know, most of the times I'm thinking about the quarterback changes they've had in games over these last couple of years have been usually injury-based. Usually injury-based. They've not uh, been a team to flip the switch quickly. You know, if it's things are going well. Almost, almost stubbornly at times sticking with stuff, is, you know, as well. So... Again, it's pointing towards Taylor. Maybe we'll get some clarity on it later today or might have to wait until tomorrow before it's all said and done. All right, 301-230-0980, 301-230-0980. All right, let's get to this because I think the quarterback thing's not much debate there anymore. Let's let's get to this coming up. Um, buying in, the buy-in, uh, five and five. You know what's ahead. Do you think this is – a team that's ready to make a, a postseason push, you know, to kind of firm up their spot right now on the outside looking in. But are you buying the fact that this team, with the way it's set up the rest of the way, can in fact be one of those teams that is in the playoffs? Seven teams aside, you know, are they one of those teams in the NFC? Obviously, it'll take, in some, it'll take some tracking down. You know, they can take chase down the Giants. I mean, maybe you don't buy into the Giants. Maybe that's it. Um, Dallas is actually in a little – perilous position after what happened this weekend suddenly. Although, obviously have a game up with the Commanders. Would that game actually have any meaning at the end of the season? Wouldn't that be wild? In week 18, if that game actually had something of value to it. So, we'll get to calls on that. How much are you believing in this team off of the win in Philly? And then look at it this way. Look, they played with the two best teams in the NFC the last two weeks. Lost one on a field goal. The other one, obviously... They won on the road against the Eagles in the end by 11. But, you know, it was really pretty much a one-score game throughout. But still, 
and have beaten the Eagles by 11 ending their unbeaten start. Three zero one two three zero zero nine eighty. How confident are you in what the Commanders are doing right now, and can they continue it? We'll get to all that coming up. I will do a little bit of a you know cautionary tale a little bit later on on the Texans and getting too far ahead of ourselves as we get too far ahead of ourselves next. Here it's Burgundy and Gold today. Team nine eighty streaming live on the Free Odyssey app. All right, back here on the Team 980, streaming live on the free Odyssey app. It is Burgundy Gold today. Scott Jackson with you. Thanks to uh, Chris Baker for joining us earlier. Scott Abraham next there. We'll talk about the quarterback decision, if there really is one, uh, for the commanders and Ron Rivera. Assuming we don't get any news before that, which I don't think we will, but you never know. All right, uh, 301 For the calls, we were talking earlier about that quarterback decision. You certainly can weigh in on that if you like. Uh, but like, is this commander's team? I mean, off of what they've done over these last several weeks with Taylor Heineke under center, you know, even with a loss to Minnesota game, they easily could have won. Is this team to be taken seriously as a playoff type team? Do you think they can run down the teams after just a half game back at this point? You know, the schedule ahead, it's, you know, quote, quote, on paper favorable, but we know how that has worked in the past. So whether you buy into that. So can they, you know, for back of, for a lack of a better phrase, can they take command of, damn it, of the season uh, and keep this thing going? That's an awful pun. Three zero one two three zero zero nine eighty. Trey in Maryland, what's happening? Hey, hey what's going on, man? Um, I'm looking at our schedule, and, you know, I hate to be the schedule guy, but I, I got know. at this point, since we got some games under our belt, you know, we got to be schedule guys. I mean, yep. a little bit. Sure. But, um, but, you know, I'm looking at the schedule. I'm like, all right, so we got Houston, and we got Atlanta. Two very winnable games. It is a plus that we got Chase Young coming back. I think uh, against Houston is a perfect game for him to come back. You know, not too much pressure. He can play a couple, you know, sure. maybe 10 to 20 snaps or whatever. Um, that'll warm him up. And I, we got the Giants twice. We got the Giants, and then we got him again after the bye week. I think we get one of those. And then, you know, looking at the, how the NFC is looking, you know, it, 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 anywhere anything can go at that point, the Giants might fall off. You know, I still, I still, I'm still not a big believer in the Giants. But, you know, they play the same kind of game we do. But I think, you know, our defense is good enough to hold us down. Um, I think as long as we continue to convert on third down, I think that's been the biggest difference between Heineken and Wentz is converting on third down. Correct. And, you know, keeping the ball and, you know, less sacks. And if we can keep that up, you know, we we can we can make a little push. You know, we're not going to win the division. We're too far behind at that point. But you know, looking at the NFC, we might be able to even snag like a third, you know, a, a third seed in the East, or you know. And I like my chances. Man. All right, Trey. Fair enough. And you bring up a good point about the health, right? It, it appears, and like this can change on a dime. I mean, it can change week to week. But it appears right now the health prognosis is getting better. Getting people back, they're losing fewer people. Um, knock on wood, unless something I missed something from the other day. But, yeah, I mean, right now it looks like from the health front they're getting better. And, look, last year you know, a lot of things took place, but the health part of it was as big a uh, factor as anything there in December when the, the whole thing cratered in horrific and embarrassing fashion on Sunday Night Football against the Cowboys in Dallas. Eesh. Hey, JYD, the junkyard dog, what is happening? What's up, my man? How are you? Uh, I'm still hanging in there, but I, the only thing I see you all doing is hanging on to your same old ideas that you had last year. What's that? And that means that, A, 
You're still playing Heineke. Okay. Bad, 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 bad decision. Okay. You still, you, 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 you got, you, 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 you ain't developing. You ain't developing your, 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 your quarterback, so-called of, of the future. You're not, you're not, you're not even trying to find out what, 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 what the guy can do from North Carolina. And you're hoping to get to the playoffs. And you, you don't know I just don't. I, you know what? I'd be glad when this team is sold. We can get rid of this coach centrist bull job, and we can get a front office in there that's not afraid to to to, to start all over again and jump in the quarterback dumpster. That's all I got them to, to say. Jump. You want them to play Hal now? Is that what you're getting at? It's no look here. Heineke is Heineke is what he is, mm-hmm. and he's not going to look at when you when he walks on to look at the end result is is that this guy has not learned really anything. He's still throwing the ball up for grabs. He's he's he he, he he's got more luck than than a damn cat with nine lives. <laughs> He does seem like he has a and horseshoe up his rear end at times. I will say that. No, no question. <laughs> JYD, have a good one, buddy. Listen, they're not going to huh? suddenly switch quarterbacks to the kid. Unless, of course, something happens to Taylor, then maybe that's the play now. But, I mean, look, yeah, I mean, the, the point of it, the point of it, in most cases, may, you know, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm missing it. I mean, yeah, they're not going to flip into, like, Philadelphia 76ers mode from – you know, a decade ago and, and say this is the process, right? They're, they're not going to stop suddenly trying to win. I mean, I, I know you're aware of this, but the NFC is not that good, right? Like, the NFL's quite frankly not that good right now. It's not beautiful. It, it's not going to remind anybody of the 18 or no New England Patriots. Nobody's, nobody's saying that, okay? But if you've got a chance to actually win games – and if you're Ron Rivera and that was the reason you were hired, which was to win games, you're going to win games. And it, it's not necessarily going to be a beauty competition. And I don't know. You know, it is hard to say what they're doing with Darnold. Uh, Darnold, God. Hal, excuse me. It's hard to say what they're doing with Hal in terms of getting him ready because we don't get to see practice. We have no idea what's going on behind the scenes. I would hope to think the kid's getting groomed for that moment if it comes. And literally for the last, what, three weeks, he has been a snap away from being in a game. So, yeah, I mean, it would behoove them to take that part of it seriously. I was get to Jamel in uh, Maryland next. What's happening, Jamel? What's going on, man? I'm not understanding what, what everybody still has an issue with Heineke for, primarily based on what Terry said. I've been saying it. Everybody laughs at me when I call in. Is that they play for this guy. So there's something right. about him. I remember that being one of the knocks on Carson. The locker room didn't like him. And so whether you want to call it the intangibles, whatever, if your best players, arguably, you know, mm-hmm. definite number one receiver in the league, if they're going to play for the kid, then I don't see what the problem is. The more he plays, the better he gets, right? Like he's had the Hopefully. equivalent of basically yeah. a full year as a starter, and he's just over 500. And I, I just wanted to say, like, about the quarterback thing, when you were reading the transcript from Rivera, I heard him yesterday, and reading it sounds different than when I heard it because I think he slipped. And when he talked about it's an opportunity – it sounded like he kind of caught himself and then changed phrases as if yeah. to say, I'm going with Taylor. This is his opportunity to either take off the team or put himself on tape. That's what it feels like to me because no, I'm obviously with you. I, I, I read between the lines. I'm with you. No, I totally think that's what he's saying. 
uh, from yesterday. I, I, yeah, you're right. I mean, I, I think that is a good interpretation of what he's saying, but he doesn't want to say it, right? Because there right, is. Right. A... Don't want to put it out there yet, but I, yeah. I think he kind of slipped a little bit because it's yeah. obvious. I mean, it's, it's yeah. everyone sees it. Right, right. And, and again, when you bring into the fact you say momentum, you say you got to see what's best for the team, then clearly that's what it is. And, and, he's you, also... and you touched on that because the yeah. league right now is, I mean, Listen, right now we're almost at that level of the the, the Steelers and and the Ravens from the standpoint of the, when they come into town as a five hundred team and the players on the line, you don't want to play them. Yeah, like we got we're just good enough to be a headache for the wrong team. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, and I'll, I'll take that right now, based on what we've had the last thirty years. I'll take that. Yeah, all right. I thanks for the call. And here's the other thing: going back to the the Hal thing from the previous from JYD is if he's not ready, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. You, you don't want the last thing you want to do is roll somebody out there who's not ready. When you again have momentum and again going against your team, that that's not a good idea. And nobody's going to ingratiate themselves with a locker room with a roster by coming in and saying, "Hey, yeah, we're rebuilding." They don't need to rebuild, man. Yeah, you're right. They, it would be great if they got an upgraded quarterback. It would be awesome. But doing that is not as simple as just you know jumping into the dumpster, as you put it. I mean, clearly, in a sense, you could say they've been in the dumpster and haven't been able to connect on it. For the here and now, you go with the guy who gives your team the best chance to win. He clearly does. It's just not even debatable. And I, I do find it amusing that somehow it's our decision <laughs> how the team is run. And I'll say this with Carson. I don't think he's lost anybody in this locker room. It's just this guy was so in the DNA of this locker room. I, I don't feel like this is something Carson did wrong here. But maybe we'll find out later that's that is the case. I, but I don't. I think this is more about a guy that was always kind of with this team. And, look, you know, this isn't just last year. Let's go back to 2020. Dude rolls in here, you know, as the COVID quarterback, comes in that week against the, the Panthers and damn near wins the game. And, you know, he, he barely knew everybody's name. You know, that's the famous, you know, thing with Chase Young, you know, pointing at his jersey, calling him Heineke, going crazy, right, and all that. I mean – yeah, there's, there's just, I don't know. There's, there's a lot of stuff from that end of that season. Obviously, the great, you know, the game against Tampa, they gave a, a puncher's chance, and they lost to the eventual world champions. All that stuff, right? And then, then last year, of course, was discounted going into the off season and replacing Fitzpatrick. All that, all that is part of it for sure. And yes, Ron would lose all credibility with the locker room if he did that. And, you, you know, look, you might not like his personnel decisions. You might not like his personality or whatever. But let me tell you something. Go back and watch, read the or listen to some of these interviews and some of these sound bites after the most recent game. Players like him a lot, and they, they play for him. So any idea that that's just going to change overnight, even with an ownership change, I think, you know, whoever comes in here, it, again, best case scenario, you're talking March. It would be very difficult to flip over a whole staff and kind of, you know, pointless, frankly. They're not that far off. They've got a very good roster. Yes, there's some frustrating things they do from a strategic standpoint, clock management at times. It was, it was very good this past week uh, to, you know, just knowing who to play <laughs> at times is a struggle. And, yes, the cronyism is frustrating too. But I don't know if it's completely unique to here. Because no, it, it isn't. You know, I was going through something today uh, of NBA stuff, and I had no idea, but now I do, that MJ's got both his kids working in the front office. 
<laughs> you know, and this happens everywhere. You know, this is it's like not what you know, it's who you know. That's my dad. Yeah, I'm gonna work for them. Anyway, Craig and Gaithersburg, you're next up here on uh, the team night. How you doing? Hey guys, uh, a couple things. You know, I think the one thing that's happening now is not just a thing with Heineke, but in the offense and defense. You got the same guys on the field playing together. You're starting to get a lot of continuity, uh, maybe with a couple exceptions here and there. But you look at the last game, you know, every game they're playing better and better and better. And I think that, you know, it's not unrealistic to think that they could run the table here, maybe lose one game. But uh, it's, it's very possible. And uh, as they say, you guys were talking about Heineke being lucky. But sometimes it's better to be lucky than it is to be good. <laughs> Listen, he, he, there's no doubt like he's been very blessed suddenly, right? After having no luck early in his career with injuries and just a lot of things, right, like circumstance, he has had just some breaks come his way. It's almost like you start to buy into the whole thing like it was meant to be, right? <laughs> you know, the guys they bring in to replace him keep getting injured. <laughs> and then, then he comes out. Well, he got – he got moment. no breaks last year. Everybody was ready to sell him last year, but the problem was our offensive line was such a mishmash and torn apart with injuries. You know, nobody couldn't survive back there. Actually, so the offensive time, line you know, last year, let me, let me just break something down for you. The offensive line last year was actually rated very high. Believe it or not, it was very high. Um, some of the stuff, and he's gotten better about it this year, is, you know, is on the quarterback, frankly. Like, you've got to get rid of the football, like, after a certain period of time. Um, they they did some good things last year with him prior to a boatload of injuries and COVID at the end of the year uh, in a four-game stretch, mind you. Um, and there were some struggles before that. I mean, there was weeks where they couldn't get in the damn end zone. I mean, they were horrific in the Denver game and some others. And it was – but they had – what were their options, right? It was Kyle Allen was coming off major offseason surgery. Um, the two Dallas games were pretty awful uh, for him. But – yeah, I wouldn't put it on the offensive line last year. I think there was a lot of things there. And they did not have the skill guys they have this season. They have way more skill options this year. Curtis Samuel is huge for them. I mean, we can't and, – and some of you all, I should have kept the receipts on it, wanted to run him out of here after one one injury plagued year. Okay. Yeah, he's important. They did a smart thing in bringing him in here via free agency. That was a very smart thing. Um the other – he just dictates a lot. The other night, one of the reasons they could run the ball so well was because he was in motion a lot. And it was – the pre-snap motion really caused issues for the Eagles' defense. And this was something a lot of us were kind of surprised went away from the offense, it felt like, compared to week one. Like, week one, they had a ton of it, didn't have so much of it in week two, and then it got lower and lower and lower. Um, but I, I just – look, they're building – potentially something I'm not going to get carried away to say they're going to run the table because all these games in addition to being winnable as you just pointed out are losable like they this team lost to the Lions okay um this team loses to uh a lot of teams you would think they could beat they blew a game two weeks ago where you know they were quote in command uh-huh. for a while it was two score game or score and a half I suppose because they didn't handle their business down the stretch, turn the ball over, you know, Heineke, part of that. And then, you know, certainly we can complain about the interception call that should have been an interception pick six perhaps, but, you know, that's what that crew does. That's what that crew does. Neil Rockville is such a messy guy. 
He said, yes, he's been unlucky with the birth height and the lack of arm strength. Oh, my God, that's terrible. Look, the arm strength I could live with. It's just that don't, you know, like that too much air under the ball on that throw to Terry was the problem and the fact that obviously the coverage was going that way. Now, that's the one thing I would say, you know, where, where Wentz got himself in trouble a lot. Don't take the layups, as we like to say. I think, you know, at times he's still, you know, doing that too. But I think one of the reasons why the players, in particular Terry, likes him because he gives Terry a chance. Like he's not afraid to throw it into Terry. You know, he doesn't have to be perfectly open to do it. But no doubt, look, there is a level of confidence in him that maybe at times is like a like a crazy confidence. Like you're like, come on, man. I get it. You like Favre. You're not Favre. There's no doubt. But I, I think, again, that's all part of the package. It's not going to be – it's not going to be, you know, two touchdown wins each week. It's just, it's just not. I mean, it's the way they're, they're going to play. Um, but, but it's kind of funny to me as we get further from, like, the offseason and, you know, listening to what Ron's been saying about the way he wants to play and the way they are, you know, when they do play the particular way they played the other night in, like, the Green Bay game, it's, it, it does beg the question as to then why did you go out and spend big on Wentz? <laughs> you know, because that's not the quarterback you were describing that you needed there, you know? It really wasn't. I mean, if this is what you were really planning on doing, you, you, you could make the argument, too, that there's, you know, the first-round pick should have been in the offensive line in the interior, right? I mean, move back and get that taken care of or some other things instead of going for another wideout uh, because you had, you know, unless they were concerned about Samuel or Terry's contract at the time. And I like Dotson, but, I mean, you can see where, where this is going. I mean, they're not going to get 81 snaps a week. I hope people understand that. That's not going to happen. 81 snaps a week is not going to happen. So that's going to be less and less touches for somebody as this thing moves on. And it's just like, can you distribute it? In some weeks, it's not going to be 11 targets to Terry. People are going to be pissed off, I'm sure, after that game. But some weeks, you know, it's going to be maybe more Samuel, maybe more Dodson. Maybe the tight ends will eventually get back into the mix too. We'll see. All right, coming up, i got to take another timeout. We'll get to uh, the text and stuff on it. We can keep hitting the calls if you want. 301 Excuse me, three zero one two three zero zero nine eighty. Are any of you old enough to remember when you didn't need the area codes? That was so much easier. Three zero one two three zero zero nine eighty at Jackson Sports on Twitter. You can hit me up there. Uh, you buying into this team's ability to be consistent, as Dexter Manley would say, consistently play good football to make this playoff push just a half game back now after the win Monday night. We'll get your calls and thoughts on it next year. Burgundy and Gold today. Scott Jackson here on the Team Nine Eighty streaming live on the Free Odyssey app. After the end of a good fight. You deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, back here on Burgundy and Gold today. I don't think Brian Adams is buying into the team, is he? He's not part of that. 
Um, Scott Jackson here with you. We're going to get to uh, Scott Abraham in the next hour. I'll get his take on kind of what, you know, the between the lines of what the uh, head coach and the decider, Ron Rivera, was talking about yesterday when it comes to quarterback. Seems pretty obvious which direction they are going to stay. But how, you know, how to handle the delicateness of it all. We'll, we'll get to that as well. With Scott and uh, his thoughts on all things Commanders. All right, 3-0-1-2-3-0-0-9-8. And I want to get to the uh, Texans, a little bit more on the Texans at the top of the air, and why they are dangerous, believe it or not. Are dangerous. Yes, I said it. Dang it. They're dangerous, Iceman. All right, let's get to uh, – we're going next. Toothpick from, from uh, Houston. Long time no talk, buddy. How you doing? Hey, uh, actually, long time, a couple of hours, right? Exactly. <laughs> we exactly. Had, you, had you on the podcast the other day, yeah. So um, this Houston team, like you said, they are pretty dangerous, and I don't think that we could or we can afford to overlook them, but nobody looked at the schedule and was like, oh, we're still going to have a chance here. We're playing good football into Thanksgiving weekend, man, so they got to build on the momentum of coming off of this uh, this Philly game. And like John Allen said, man, it wasn't our Super Bowl. It's time to get back to business. Yeah. It's time to get back to business and, and, and look ahead at this next game, this next opponent, dial in, take it serious, and uh, keep it pushing, man. Um, I like John Allen's focus as well as Terry's too, man. Both of them great leaders, offense, defense, and when you add Chase back to this, oh, my God, it's going to be great. So thanks for taking my call, Scott, man. I appreciate it. All right, buddy. Good talking to you. No, that's a, that's a good point. Look, those guys – like they haven't won here in this here, right? They've had the one playoff year together here, you know, the weird 2020 playoff. But those guys came from winning, and it's got to be tough. And I talked to these Alabama kids over the years here, how difficult it is. Like you go from like never losing basically to coming to the NFL, and this happens to a lot of people. It's not not unique to just them. Uh, you know, you're the best of the best, and then you come to a team and you struggle. I mean, it, and it's hard, and they don't like it. They don't accept it, which I, I – what I always enjoyed about John Allen is when, you know, he was getting personal accolades and they weren't winning. It really wasn't something he would overly celebrate, right? It wasn't something like that. And he's right. Like, th- these guys, you know, we didn't win anything the other night. Maybe it was a little over the top, and Ron Rivera mentioned it too. But, like – I think Rivera was the one who said this. He goes, act like you've been there, but you haven't. So I understand that. So I'm going to kind of remind you now. But I would also say, again, to the coaching crew, um, yeah, I mean, you guys have not been there yet. And you can get there. You can get somewhere where you've never been, uh, which is like playing with a lead of sorts in terms of your overall record because there appear to be some opportunities ahead uh, for you to do that. But – you know, you have to still go out and get your team ready, execute all that fun stuff, and catch their attention this week. And I'm I'm excited to see them play Sunday. But man, don't think for a second it's going to be some, you know, some stats game because I don't think it will. I mean, it's probably going to be like all the other games, down to the wire. You know, it's going to be down to, you know, last possession. I mean, you look at the two best wins they had this year, and the other team, you know, is trying to do the, uh, you know, the old, you know, Stanford band play. At the end of the game to get a touchdown to beat you, and it didn't happen thankfully. But tell you what, that Packers one was pretty damn scary at times because they moved it down the field some. Now the Eagles got nowhere fast, and you know Casey Tuhill got the TD, but ruined some gamblers' nights. But man, that Packer one—I was not comfortable 
until it was over. And again, that was one of those games you're like, wow, they really dominated. They kicked some ass. But yeah, they were just still, you know, still like couldn't breathe easy until the referee told you what the penalty was. And they said, uh, game over. And everybody ran off the field. All right, we'll get to some of the Texan stuff coming up. Uh, Scott Abraham in the final hour as well. Maybe some more calls at 301-230-0980. It is Burgundy and Gold today. Scott Jackson with you here. Team 980 streaming live and always free on the Odyssey app. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.